Kevin here from the Success Unscrambled podcast. Have you ever heard of the LinkedIn Sales Navigator? If not, it is a paid tool used mainly um, by someone who has a requirement for sales prospecting or generating leads. So if you are a business, obviously you need leads, um, but especially if you're a coach, a speaker, a consultant, um, any kind of person like that who is in, a, in the service industry, it's really brilliant tool for generating leads for your business. So I'm trying to think of a tool that is sort of similar to this particular application. I think there are five or six of them out there. And I think I've used one sometime way back in the past. Um, but personally, I don't, I haven't used one in the most recent years. Um, that is sort of similar in a, in a significant amount of way um, compared to the sales navigator. Now, I could be wrong, but I can talk to you about this, the LinkedIn sales navigator today. Um, at what one point, I remember using zoom.info. I've never actually, if you ever heard about that one, was only for a short while, but it obviously hasn't left a lasting impression on my mind um, because I don't remember much about it except obviously um, names and addresses. But um, personally, what I find stands out most about the LinkedIn Sales Navigator tool is because it is it is directly linked to LinkedIn itself. And LinkedIn is a place where everyone goes in and puts in their own information. So it's actually is user-generated information. Whereas Zoom.info, I've never put in my details there. Even if you can find me on there, I didn't put my details in those. And on any of the three or four others that exist, I haven't actually entered my details in, in those on those platforms. Hence reason why I would trust the um, LinkedIn version more compared to the, the others that's available. You can look at it as like a business version of Facebook because, again, Facebook is a place where you have user-generated information. Um, so, you know, if the user put it in, it must be true. Okay, there are some fake profiles out there. I get that. But look at the bright side. The vast majority of people put their information on Facebook and it's genuine information. They might go by nicknames, etc. And the same applies for LinkedIn then. Of course, with LinkedIn, you can tend not to put in your, your nickname, you tend to put in your, your real name, um, simply because a lot of people have used it in the past as a way to generate, not to generate, but to um, find jobs um, through, obviously, companies or be contacted um, by a, a recruiter. Um, and like I said, it's professional information, not your normal information about how many cousins you have or your children or anything like that, or birthday parties. It's actually professional information that is um, generated by the user and it's publicly available. And if you can see me putting that in quotes, publicly publicly available if you're, link, if you're logged in. Yes, years ago, you were able to see profiles without having to log in to this, the LinkedIn platform. Um, but recently, well, not recently, in the last number of years, LinkedIn has made it mandatory for you to be able to log in to see that information. So, like I mentioned before, one of the good reasons is that recruiters and recruiting companies look on LinkedIn to find uh, new hires. It's a very, very easy way to find um, new jobs or by just by creating a LinkedIn uh, profile, obviously, uh, making sure that information is attractive and up-to-date. Um, and then, obviously, once you find a new job, 
most people tend to leave the details right there. They don't sort of say, I find a new job, I'm going to switch off my profile. Uh, that profile just remains on there um, and they will obviously update it as time goes on as they move from job to job or get promoted, etc. Um, they want to mostly uh, maintain a former um, relationship with, either be with ex-customers, let's say ex-customers, customers from the company they left, as well as colleagues, ex-colleagues. So now that I've sort of explained what that is all about, let me dive deeper into what makes this, the LinkedIn sales navigator different from the standard uh, LinkedIn free version, for want of a better word. All right, so you have advanced and Boolean search. Um, so if you go on a standard LinkedIn, you can actually do a search for, say, for example, uh, if you've been following my LinkedIn series, haha, <laughs> uh, you find um, information related to, um, say, for example, you're looking for a specific, um, like an owner of a jewelry shop based in West Palm Beach in Florida. You can do all of the do a search and find out all of the owners of jewelry shops uh, in that area. Um, that's fine. But if you want more granular ability to granularly search all of that, so you know, do it by postcode, um, within a certain amount of miles, uh, who belong to certain groups, so an advanced search that has several other filters just rather than the basic filters that's available in the free version, you can actually do that using the advanced feature as well as a Boolean search that's available um, on the sales navigator side of LinkedIn. Um, so Boolean means that so when you're searching, you can say, I'm looking for a CEO, CEO or CFO owner that's not a CFO because some people are CEO and CFOs or CEOs and COOs that's not um, acting or interim or, you know, you want something, you want to, to get a more granular result from your search. I have included uh, screenshots um, in, the, um, in the show notes or the blog post, so you can actually have a look at that there, um, all the examples that's been given. Uh, and the most important thing is sort of picture the title. And if you see from the screenshot, other things that you can have is what school they attended, their profile language, their last name, the postcode, what industry they belong to, what's their function. So you have the function and you have the role. Operations director and the role, their title is COO. So their function is operations. You can have seniority level, years of experience, etc. So you can be very, very granular in what you're looking for. And this is important for your business because... Uh, once you have identified, again, the words I've been saying for quite a long while now, your ideal client, once you've identified your ideal client, you can go very granularly and just find people specifically for um, who fits your avatar. Um, one of the things, one of the great reasons for that is sometimes if you're not very specific, you can get back 10,000 searches or 1,000 searches even. That's a lot. And how do you know where to go? Okay, it might be a lot for um, one month, but it might not be a lot for one year. But remember, over time, people update their rules, move jobs, etc. So if you want to catch these, this is the amount of lists that you find in, in a short space of time, you probably want to go down all the way down to about 100 
um, and contact them and, you know, warm them up, etc. Um, until one of them say yes, as opposed to having to go through 10,000 leads that you find on the platform. Um, so it's a huge time saver. That's the most important thing as well as it makes you more efficient. So if it is you're working on your own and you don't have staff, like whole staff that helps you clean data and generate leads and all of that sort of fun stuff, you'll appreciate the, the time-saving features of the LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Um, so, so one cool thing about this um, functionality is, so once you find your list of leads, you can actually save that search. And what automatically happens is every week, uh, you would get a fresh batch of leads into your inbox um, from the sales navigator. So people who have either changed jobs or move into the role or brand new job or whatever it is, you get a batch and normally it's around 100, 100 plus uh, fresh leads every week. To me, that's a cool, and you don't even have to go and look for them. Once you have it as a save search, you say, this isn't my ideal client. This is what they look for. These are the parameters I've set. You can set by country, etc. And you get a fresh set of leads. It might be um, every week, depending on you know how narrow your focus is. It might not be every week, but it might be one every month. But the point is you don't have to go in and start a search process over, all over again. That's the reason why it's a huge um, time saver. Um, you will have the option to uh, also have, so say for example, your ID client is um, not just speakers or not just consultants or not just um, coaches or not just graphic designers or not just programmers. Say it is you have a f um, five different five different uh, ID client avatars that you focus on. They're very similar. They're all in the service industry and you can actually set up then five um, save lead searches. So five different criteria. And each list obviously is very specific. So your first list will be for speakers, next list for consultants, next list for coaches, next list for graphic designers. You get the point here. So you can actually have five different searches set up. So you get your first batch of 500, 100 each. And every week you get a, um, a fresh set of leads from this specific save searches. I believe you can have up to 20 save searches because um, there is a limit, a limitation, but then um, why would you need much more than that if it is your, you know, your small business working on your own? Um, why would you need more than, say, five to ten batches of leads? That's a lot of leads um, over a course of a week that you'll have to dive into, sticking into your CRM solution. Um, speaking of CRM, you can actually um, have a two-way sync between your CRM CRM. Um, solution and sales navigator if that is what you want so it's a huge bonus um and i think that's about it when it comes to um the leads but one thing actually um i forget to mention so say if your focus just for argument's sake because you have these c-level executives and say you're trying to target um say if it's in a more corporate setting and you have um, the people who might be interested, it could be the CEO, it could be the MD, the CEO, 
um, the sales director and the marketing director. So you have five different key titles that you focus on within the one company um, that does some sort of service. You can actually set up then um, even more granularly all the MDs, all this in the different lists, sub, um, segmented lists accordingly, your save list accordingly. Um, and, you know, you can actually do it by postcode within five miles of this particular postcode or within 10 miles of this particular postcode, etc. So list, your list is super filtered. You can even do by company employee size. Um, but yeah, you get the point there. You can actually then super, super, super granular, um, segment your list so that when you get the lead, you, the, the fresh batch of leads, you can go through them. And then over time, you'll know where you're getting success. Because if you have a broad blanket of leads that you get, say 10,000 leads, and you get a success, you're not really sure what's working because your search is too broad. When you actually get the results, it actually has broken down into, I think it's five to seven filters. I have screenshots there um, to show you examples. So say, for example, you get 500 results. You'd see X amount has changed jobs in the last 30 days. Another 400 has um, what you call a team link intro. So if anybody else in your team knows some of the people on that list. Another, say, four has been mentioned in the news in the last 30 days. Another 60 who has... Uh, posted on LinkedIn in the last 30 days. So, and what you want to focus on then is the person who is has been active on LinkedIn in the last 30 days. Um, why is that important? Well, to be honest, depending on you, the person, the title, the role that you're fo focusing on, there are some people who are more active on LinkedIn compared to others. So say, for example, someone in a marketing or sales role, they would be obviously more active on social platforms compared to someone who is, for example, an accountant or a CFO. Now that isn't true for everyone because some people have a social first approach when it comes to getting all of the employees active on social. But in other companies, they leave that for people in marketing and sales and then uh, people in a sort of a finance or accounting role, they don't bother. So they, they don't show themselves. They don't do place any activity, any sort of, they don't spend time on LinkedIn basically. So you wouldn't see them active on LinkedIn. There are some who would be, um, but for the most part, uh, it also is role dependent. Um, one of the key things as well is people who shared experiences with you. So you have a look at those who have a, a sort of any kind of activity in the last 30 days, and especially those who share the same experiences with you, like, for example, they're part of your same group that you're in. It's, so it's a very easy way to sort of target them. Um, and obviously it was in the last 30 days, again, one of the easiest ways to target them is to, um, say for example, they posted an image or a video or some sort of um, content on LinkedIn, you can engage with their content and try and get attention. Try and try, it's like waving to them and saying, hello, you know, uh, trying to get their attention um, over time. Obviously, it may not happen the first time, but over time, if you keep reaching out to them, uh, it will eventually, um, you know, eventually, you know, get their attention. And if they're interested, then they might reach out before you, but um, that's one way to get it done. Um, it's very, very insightful when you 
when you really stop and think about it. Um, if, for example, I'll give you, a, give you a good example. If, for example, someone who is your ideal client um, posted something on Facebook, you'll have to go to the approach, if because you're not connected with them, you wouldn't necessarily see it in the in your your newsfeed. So you have to go to their profile and, and go through their um, view their profile basically and see what they've been doing. However, with the sales navigator, if someone engaged in any way with content or posted content, uh, any kind of activity on LinkedIn in the last thirty days, from the sales navigator you can see it without having to go and view their profile. And what does viewing their profile do normally? It alerts them that you view their profile. But the sales navigator, you can actually view their profile without them knowing. Um, that's an added layer of sort of protection, for want of a better word, um, where you they don't see that you're actually viewing them. But it's best to view them because normally if they're interested or they're curious, they will actually come and view your profile. Um so start with those anyway. Once you've gotten your leads up, list of leads, start focusing on those who are most active, um, who've changed jobs or done anything in the last 30 days and see um, how that goes from there. I always find that um, works quite well. Um, you also have, once you've, say you get a list of leads and you zoom in, I guess it's probably the word, or you click on the lead, you save the lead and you, you go in and you have a view of their profile. On the right-hand side and on the very bottom of the screen, you'd also be given the option um, call suggested leads. So people who are similar um, to this particular lead that you're looking at, which is not available on the standard free LinkedIn platform. Like, what do you think about that for an added benefit? I mean, that's, that's golden. Someone in a similar role, so they probably have the same kind of title. There is probably a speaker in the sort of same city, maybe London or New York or Florida. Sorry, not Florida, but West Palm Beach. Um, so you see it in, in your right hand side, on the right hand side of the, of the person's profile or at the very bottom, um, a list of people who are very similar to the one that you're looking at, which is great. It means you don't have to go and look for them. You can actually go ahead and save them um, to your list of leads, so to speak. So that's a the big thing. So once you've done your search and you save your search, any lead that you like um, in the list that's available, LinkedIn gives you the facility, sorry, the sales navigator gives you the facility to save that lead to your list of leads, um, which is great because you can't do that in the standard LinkedIn. You can't save a lead. You can message them, uh, you can tag them, but you can't really save them to a list of leads. Okay, so the prospecting view on LinkedIn. When you, um, like I mentioned, you go in and you want to drill deeper into your specific lead that you save, the prospecting view is somewhat um, different to your standard view. It gives you a sort of more information. Uh, you you get, like I said, it's a prospecting view and it has a sort of different, slightly different layout. Um, it's more like a prospecting layout, so to speak. And it's based on the actions you need to take. Let it be your profile, save the lead. Um, it's your name, the title, a short version of a summary, a location. 
connection, if it is you're connected to them, um, current and previous rules, uh, most recent education, and your your lead's most recent activity. All of that in a very short, shortened version, getting you ready for action. And if it's integrated with your CRM, you can see the telephone number, contact details, or Twitter profile, or whatever it is on the top right-hand corner. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely uh, golden because you you know you're getting a lot more when you paid f- when you have a paid version of LinkedIn, which is Sales Navigator. Um, I think some of them is called Business, um, etc. But you get the the idea what I'm saying here. You have the ability to message the person that you found, either message them through an email, or if you two of you belong to the same group, or if the person's profile is open, you can message them directly without having to pay um, using the, your LinkedIn uh, credits um, or in-mail. And if you've not heard of uh, LinkedIn in-mail before, do check out one of my previous um, podcast episodes where I went through a lot about the LinkedIn in LinkedIn email. Almost bit my tongue there, but um, <laughs> uh, you can also have the ability to ask for an introduction. So if it is you're not connected with a person directly, but they are part of your second level connection and you're connected to someone who's connected to them, you can also ask for an int- introduction, which is a warm way to get introduced to one of your leads. Um, you can send a connection request as well. So if the person belongs to the same group as you, um, or whatever the reason, uh, if you listen to one of my previous podcasts about why you, why now, you'll know that there's a certain way to approach or send an email or to approach a very cold lead, so to speak. Um, so the final item on the very bottom of the um, prospecting view uh is obviously, as I mentioned, this leads that's very, very similar to the lead that you save, but from different companies. You then have something called news and insights, which is quite handy uh, because it gives you updates on that particular company. So every lead belongs to that company um, and you get any sort of recent news about a company, which is really good. And you get insights, which amounts to things like employee counts, etc. Um, um, when you, f- when you save the, the lead for the very first time, you might not see anything there, but over time, as you keep saving leads, your, f- your LinkedIn sales navigator, um, feed when you log in. So it has its own separate feed compared to the regular LinkedIn feed. And what it will actually give you is, um, if someone changed jobs or they got promoted or if the company was in the news, or if the person actually was in the news, um, etc. It also gives you um, if there was a change in employee count. So it looks at the company um, hiring rate over the last year, and it could be flatline, where they haven't really increased. It could be 5%, it could be 63%. So you know that company is in hyper growth, and you get notification on that as well. Um, okay, so trying to think if there's anything else that I can think of. Oh, that particular employee count actually is broken down by departments. So you have people in operations, accounting, finance. You can see 
which part of the company is growing fast. If it's sales, it means that, you know, they want to drive revenue. Or if it's um, uh, product design and development, you know, they go, they're investing in R&D, um, et cetera. Um, and that increases over time, like I said, and it could be a huge benefit for you and your business if you can see, you know, where I'm coming from. Um, so you get alerts, um, like I mentioned earlier, and it comes straight into your inbox. So if someone, for example, changed jobs, one gets promoted, there's a significant drop in employee. So if, if they're actually letting people go, you'd get notification on that. If there's a high growth in headcount, you get potential, uh, potential lead just join the company. So say, for example, they didn't had, have a CEO before and then someone joined the company as COO, you get notification on that. Uh, if that is sort of the, the role that you would like to, um, prospect into. Uh, if the, if one of your leads shared an article, so they might have shared, shared something. Um, and if that person is mentioned in the use, news, then you get notification on all of that. You don't have to go looking for it. You don't have to log into Sales Navigator. You just get it into your inbox. After you um, conduct uh, um, your search on Sales Navigator, you have the ability to segment your list even further. So if it is you weren't happy with the results and it's just too broad, you can go in and segment your list and say you want to exclude save leads, exclude contacted leads if you've contacted them before. So if it is you send a message and that's one way you can actually know. So if you send a message to say probably a hundred leads in the last month and you don't have to contact them anymore, you can just exclude those um, leads from your list. You can um, filter by geography, by company, by relationship, by function, by role, by title etc and uh, this is very very powerful because oh and keywords very importantly it allows you to to filter by keywords as well it gives you very granular results um and i sort of mentioned this earlier um so just in case you did an advanced search and you didn't you know you the results that you get wasn't was a bit too broad you can filter it even more um there are many, many sort of applications on the market that give you this le this le level of um, segmentation, but you have to pay a very, very high price to get that. Um, but Sales Navigator then just gives you that as standard. Uh, and this information is information that the user, it's user-generated information, which is so important. And I guess one of the things that's really um been added in the last year, probably 18 months on LinkedIn uh, Sales Navigator is this thing called Point Drive. So if it is, you write an email to one of your prospects, um, whether it be using your, your standard inbox or via message, um, a direct message, not in mail, but just a regular message, you can include a link. Actually, you can do it on um you can actually do it in email as well. I just remembered. So you include, can look, include a link to a portfolio, for want of a better word. So you can have a portfolio on LinkedIn that shows people who you are and what you do. You can save things like presentations, videos, PDFs, etc. in this thing called Point Drive. And what is so cool about Point Drive is... Anybody who 
clicks on the link, views your presentation, looks at the video, spend any amount of time on point drive looking at the content that you left there with collateral, you get notification once they click on the link, they open it, how long they view, which part they viewed, which links they click within the document, etc. You get to find out that. Um, of course, there are ways you can do that via certain, um, uh, what do you call it, comprehensive or enterprise level CRM tools. Um, but this comes as standard as part of LinkedIn uh, Sales Navigator. Now, try and think about this for a second. When, let's for example, you don't have point drive and you send a document to a profile or portfolio to a client and they have a look at it um, and they click on any links in the document or they watch the video, a link that you send over this a video or anything like that, do you get notification normally on what the prospect has done? Not at all. You don't actually get any notification unless, like I said, using an enterprise level tool. So, I mean, for the price point of between 50 and $70 uh, a month, um, you're getting all this functionality within this tool, what it has, user-generated information, gives you granular, granular search. Do you think that would be worth your money? Okay, recap time. <laughs> so you covered nine features um, your business can't live without, um, that, you know, it's the most what could be considered the very the most boring social media platform on the planet. But this is a place where business is done and you can um, get high high um, high end clients um, to fill to fill your funnel or to generate leads um, or track leads to your business. So just a quick recap, we looked at advanced and Boolean search, weekly leads, utility day activities on each search result, suggested leads, um, prospecting view, your leads and insights, um, your alerts, any sort of advanced filters, as well as point drive. So what has been your experience of LinkedIn so far, or LinkedIn Sales Navigator? It would be great, great if you can share your views on whether it be positive or negative, um, and you can share your own tips and tricks in the comments. I'm really looking forward to that. So... Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you'll be first to know when um, the new release comes out every week or the new episode comes out every week. Uh, I will be doing a webinar shortly and about attracting leads using um, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Twitter, um, SEO, and Facebook. You can look at all of the information around LinkedIn and you know lead generation and inserting emails looking at LinkedIn versus Facebook. I've done the last few podcasts. The whole month of July was all about LinkedIn, just in case you didn't know. So do have a look at the links I've left in the uh, announcements part of the um, show notes. If you need help setting up your marketing plan, you can um, click on the link in the show notes. Uh, it will take you to book at some time in my calendar. If you need help revamping your LinkedIn profile, you can click on the link there as well. I have um, service available for that. And if you need help setting up your Pinterest account, Pinterest for Business account, uh, or managing management, Pinterest account manager, uh, I also have services available for there for that there. Link in the show notes. All right. Okay. Well, thanks so much for joining 
uh, or listening to um, this particular podcast on LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Great having you here. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now.